Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity, a show that'll help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might be able to help you here in the near future. My guest today is no different. He's doing some great things in the community. I've been waiting a long time to get this guy on. I absolutely love this guy. I've known him for a while, and I'm really excited to bring him on. I'm going to bring him on here in just a moment. But first off, I need to give a huge thanks to Heroes Media Group, all of the great shows and sponsors of this amazing network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now to our guest. Our guest today, um, I've known him, I've I've yet to meet him face-to-face. If I have, I can't remember. But I met him through a mutual friend of ours um, and a co-owner of Heroes Media Group. Um, Those of you that that have listened to me a while know that I've brought up Sam Controller quite a bit. But uh, our guest today is, uh, we call him the the tax fella, is what we call him, tax fella. And it's our buddy uh, Anthony, and I'm going to butcher his last name here, so I apologize, but it's Anthony Marinello. Anthony, how are you? Good morning, Adam. I'm great, and and it's Moriello. Moriello, uh, you you didn't butcher it. I've I've been called a lot worse. Okay. <laughs> sure. and, this, and this is and this is why I love them, folks. This is why I love them. So, <laughs> how you how you good been, morning, buddy? Man. I feel how like I'm good. I'm good. Good. It's been a minute since we've talked, man. A little bit. Yeah, time marches on, man. Yeah, it really it really does. Good and time. and I and I know you're, uh, you know, just kind of uh, on the. Uh, butt end of tax season and whatnot, so that's I'm, I'm yeah. sure you've been ex- insanely busy, and that kind of just gave, gave away just a little bit there what, what you do. But why don't you let's jump right into this? Why don't you tell our listeners about yourself? Uh, absolutely, my name is Anthony Moriello. I am an in with, with my, my Monica is an EA, and that's an enrolled agent. So my license is by the Internal Revenue Service, and I'm licensed federally meaning I could practice in any state. I can represent my client from any state, excuse me, from any state. Uh, the differential between a CPA and myself is a CPA is licensed by their state to practice within their state. And they may not have a core discipline in federal taxation the way I do. So while it's not necessarily a competition, I like to say what differentiates me from your CPA is that my core discipline is in taxation. And not only that, my license is issued by the same folks who are taxing you by the Internal Revenue Service. Um, So to me, that sets me apart from CPAs who, like I said, may do more financial reporting work than actual tax work. Okay, so I'm, yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking at this. So you basically, so... One could say that you're you're the step up above a CPA. Would that be would that be an act? I, I I would certainly say that. Uh, if this was a CPA on the other on the other line, he'd probably argue that point. <laughs> but, um, to, <laughs> to, to me, yeah, man. To, to me, um, if the IRS knocks at your door, delivers a letter to you, um, they'll never call you up. That's a phone scam that's going on now. But if you get a letter from from the feds, um, I'm your guy because, like I say, I'm licensed in taxation, 
and that's my core discipline. So yeah, I could have you sign a power of attorney and you would never have to answer that door or call them up. We do everything for you, kind of acting as a buffer between the IRS and yourself. And he does an amazing job, folks. I can yeah, I, I can you. definitely yeah. contest to that. Absolutely. Anthony, you've been doing my taxes now for what, about two, three years now, going on third, I think going on the third year. Um, well, listen, since people are listening, when they're listening to the show right now, it means they're already on the Internet. If they're having tax problems or whatnot, how can they reach out to you? Where do they go? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. My, uh, my, I have an e- uh, email address is anthony.moriello, M-A-U-R-I-E-L-L-O, at mytaxfella.com. And our website is mytaxfella.com. Uh, it's informative. There's newsletters. There's blogs. There's um, Facebook links, Twitter links, all, all um, everything you'd expect to keep up with these millennials and, and um, try to keep that cutting edge of com- uh, communication open. Awesome. I so- could also be reached, yeah, more traditional. I could be reached on the telephone, uh, 718-356-5178. And uh, like I say, I think it's important to let your listeners know we could represent and help. Uh, like you said earlier, and, and you're right, we've never met face-to-face, but we certainly help folks out throughout the entire United States. And that's what really kind of turned me on uh, to you about it, you know, when, when as you know, you know Sam, uh, yep, you yes, know, when dealing with, with, with Sam and us putting this together, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, go to this guy here. And usually, anytime Sammy tells me to do something, it's it's you know I trust him you know for my life. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I've had several conversations with you on the phone and what we were looking at doing and and whatnot. And your staff over there, I got to tell you, Anthony, hands down, absolutely amazing people yeah. that you got over there helping out uh, and whatnot. Thank and, you so much. That, that's always great to hear, man. Because it, they they're the front line. Yeah. So if they're picking up that phone, they need to portray well, confidence. They need to make you comfortable. It, it's um, it's not only them picking up the phone, but if they if if you forget to send something, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they'll they'll call you until they until they get it. I mean, they're very they're yeah, very <laughs> persistent, and they want to make sure that I think what the, the biggest thing I I, I got to say is is the atmosphere that you've created over there to the way the atmosphere that. Uh, how you make uh, your clients feel. You almost, you make us feel like family and you make it feel like, listen, uh, it's not just a matter of, hey, you need to do this or we need to get this form so you're on time and you're not getting in trouble or anything like that. It's, it's get this because we care. We don't, you know, we don't, we want to make sure we get this stuff done. You know, trust us to get our, uh, to take care of you. And that was the biggest thing. It was the, the open arms and the, and the welcoming of of uh, of you and the staff and and just the all around um, customer service over there it's just bar none something Thank that you. other companies really so could could blueprint from. Thank you so much. You know, and and that's um, a culture that we try to instill and and obviously keep up with. Um, this is an intimidating thing. You know, I, I try to um, like I said earlier, differentiate from your CPA. But I also try to differentiate from um, the big franchise tax places um, and other local mom and pop tax places um, through that. This is, these are, whether it's just in your tax preparation or responding to a correspondence, 
sometimes this is very intimidating for someone and we first want to set that person at ease. Um, you know, people are worried I'm going to go away. I'm going to get locked up. They're going to penalize me. So the first thing to do is comfort, uh, that client. And, and while this is something we deal with daily, we're hoping that this is something on the very minimal you're dealing with once a year and filing your return and hopefully never, but every now and then it does happen where you'll get a correspondence that we're just familiar with. So I, I hate to downplay anything, but we don't sell on that fear um, because those fear mongers are, are really just banging that drum to, to, to get you worked up to justify their fees where my, my first concern is your comfort and knowing um, what your options are when faced with these uh, dilemmas. Anthony, being a tax fella and, and all your years of experience um, in, in working in that field, what would you say is for people, let's say somebody that's trying to do it themselves, what, what would be the most common error that people make? Yeah, and that's a great question, Adam. There, there, are, there are so many. You know, part of what we do, and I'd love to extend to your listeners a courtesy of, of a free evaluation of their last year to three years tax returns, whether they've been professionally prepared or personally prepared, um, because we see general mistakes, errors, and omissions quite often. Uh, those range from um, the, the, the crazy write-offs that maybe you didn't know um, were not deductible, um, or the opposite. Maybe you didn't realize, hey, I could write that off. And just through a quick conversation, we could find you some money that you left on the table by maybe not itemizing deduction. Um, many times, we people just simply don't know at a certain point, can I claim my child or not? Um, where we'll see like the parents say, oh, my, my, my child got a part-time job. They did their taxes on TurboTax and they claimed themselves. So now the parent goes to file the return and it bounces back because the child claimed themselves and we got a little cleanup work to do. Um, so, so there are just general um, common mistakes. They're not earth shattering, but I, I always think, you know, I probably can change the oil in my car and I probably can rotate my tires, but I don't um, for the same reason. I don't want to be a penny wise and dollar foolish. I trust professionals and uh, you know, my clients sleep at night knowing that we stand behind that return. So once I sign it, my word is my bond. My signature is my bond. We're going to deal with any letters, correspondences you get in the future. So you're never alone. You know, Anthony, you're making a great point. Just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should. You should. Exactly. Many things in life, Adam. Yep. <laughs> Not limited to not limited to taxes, yeah, but yeah, true. Especially when it comes to your taxes. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah. That's true. I, that's true. I, if I had, I tell, I tell you what, folks, it, this, a true story. Before before I found Anthony a couple years ago, uh, people would ask me, "How come you don't do your own taxes?" You know, I usually, you know, I, I I am not a numbers person by any means. I look at that stuff, and it I, it's like instant migraine. Um, so that, when I found Anthony, it was almost like the gates of heaven opened up and was like, Oh, I mean, <laughs> it was, was like, Oh, thank you for that, man. Thank, thank you. No, no, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank, thank you. Because, because it was literally, uh, um, 
a, a, a weight lifted off my shoulder. And, and, and in the past, people would, would tell me, hey, you can itemize this, you can itemize that. And, and there's no better way of doing it. And, and like Anthony said, just because you can change the oil in your car or rotate your tires doesn't mean you should. Doesn't does not mean you should let a professional handle it, and especially when it comes to your taxes and, and and doing this. And there's nobody better in the business than the man that's on the other line right now. Uh, you got to check him out. Go to taxfella.com. and uh, that's my tax fella, Adam. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, my, my tax, tax fella. Tax fella. Okay. Okay. My t- thank you, mytaxfella.com, mytaxfella.com. And listen, folks, you heard Anthony, he's, he'll give you a free evaluation. Uh, Take those, me up on that, yeah, Absolutely. listeners. And we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure we pound that on the uh, on the show. Great. I'll put that on my public figure Thanks. page as well as the uh, and the network site, uh, too. So take full Excellent. advantage of that. Reach out to him because I'm telling you, you, you will be very, very happy, uh, that you did. You know, Anthony. Um, boy, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Let's talk about <laughs> let's 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 talk about um, you know tax season com- comes and goes. Uh, for most people, you know the magic number is April fifteenth. Now, from a business standpoint or from a nonprofit standpoint, there's there's different rules and filing and, and, and stuff like that. Is 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 that the one date? April 15th, is that the magic number for everybody? Or is it different depending on yeah. what tax, tax bracket you fall under? Well, not necessarily um, driven by your tax bracket, but you hit the nail on the head earlier. Um, that's, that's not the finish line. Um, if you've got a complicated return or maybe you're self-employed and you didn't gather up all your receipts or records yet, um, you might want an automatic six-month extension which gives us until October 15th to file those personal returns. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, business entities, depending on your structure, some are due March 15th, some are due April 15th, right along with the personal. Um, other considerations, or if you are a company who uh, employs individuals, the 15th of every month, you've got some employment taxes due. Every quarter, you've got employment taxes due. Once a year in January, you have unemployment filings due. So throughout the course of the year, we remain very busy managing and maintaining these business accounts, Um, whether it's bookkeeping, sales tax, depending on your state. Uh, Traditionally up here in the Northeast, we're due on the 20th of the month. Um, So like you said earlier, there's a lot of dates that we know you're not going to remember. So the girls will remind you monthly, hey, this, this, due date or deadline is coming up and this is what we need um, because it's certainly overwhelming, especially for those small businesses out there or any sort medium to large businesses with due dates almost monthly, Adam. You know, I'm going to, I want to point something out that you said there real quick about bookkeeping. Uh, it's not, you guys don't do just the taxes. You guys also do bookkeeping stuff and make sure everything's up to right. date uh, for like small businesses, some of your small business clients, yeah. even some of your larger uh, clients as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the girls um, and, and the guys in the office, they, any, any, there's so many different ways that we service our, our clients. We, we try to be chameleons and we adapt to your comfort level. Um, for instance, to use bookkeeping as an example, some people when managing accounts receivable, accounts payable, um, reconciling that checkbook. So we're technically, I mean, we're considered another employee 
with the savings of no water cooler time, no downtime, sick days, um, insurances. We're just a member of your staff. Maybe we go in remotely or maybe we're using a cloud-based software and managing things for you day to day or week to week or month to month. Um, others don't see that as important. And we're doing almost an after the fact consideration mm -hmm. where April is over. You're sending me all of your April bank statements, credit card statements, check stubs and images. And we're doing your, your bookkeeping that way. Um, I love that because to me at that point, I could now be proactive. And that's another great talking point that a lot of times people come in and it's April 14th, April 13th, and they're trying to scurry for write-offs and they're, they're racking their brains where if we have this conversation through the course of the year, I can help you plan what to write off while you still have six months to do it. Not after January 1st, where kind of it's too late for a lot of those things now right. that you're going back and drawing upon, you know? So if I know I'm doing your books and records on a quarterly basis, you want to have this kind of a conversation where I discuss, hey, maybe your business is profitable. It's time to bonus your, yourself or purchase that piece of equipment that you're looking to get or things like that. Anthony, that brings me to a question. Uh, you know, when you have clients that are, are kind of tracking the, their books and, and the keeping receipts and all that other stuff, is there a certain program that you suggest your clients use to make it easy for you to like, hey, just send us your, your monthly spreadsheet or or, or what have yeah. you, how to itemize certain things. Is there, is there a, yep. a particular format or what, what's a, a good practice for somebody that's listening yeah. right now? What's a good practice that they can start incorporating into their, their daily, weekly, uh, monthly routine? Yeah, there, there are, there are many software packages. Um, most common that we see is QuickBooks, whether that is QuickBooks online, which is a cloud based, um, more and more things that clients are going in that direction. The, the reason I love it is that you and I can be on your file at the same time. And I could, I could show you, we could review your report. We could make some changes that need to be made, uh, correcting entries and things of that nature. And it gives both of us the flexibility of accessing that at any point. Whereas if QuickBooks is maybe located on your desktop or in mine, um, I could still generate an email PDF or report there, but um, it, it, it becomes a little more, an extra step involved where that online access uh, really helps to both of us. Uh, what I also try to tell people is the devil is in the details. And we've done many audit representation for any number of industries and people and entities. And a lot of people think, hey, I'm pretty tight and here's my credit card and here's the cancel check that I paid my credit card. Um, but what you don't understand is that auditors, be they federal, state, they're people like you and I. They have good days, they have bad days. You have people who are more thorough or less thorough. Um, depending on, the, on, on the, the scope of that audit, those receipts sometimes aren't even enough. Uh, I had a client, hey, I went to Staples, here it is on my American Express card. That's office expenses. Okay, under order, well, here's, here's the check that he paid Amex. Here's the Amex statement showing staples. The auditor says, well, that's great, but show me the staples receipt. How do I know they didn't buy um, a desk for their college student and they're putting it through the business? So a lot of times people think they've got their ducks in a row, but this is why I'm saying talk to us. Because 
it may be in a row, but one, one might be missing. And we want to just make sure that you've got the most adequate coverage should we need to, to fall back on, on those receipts. Let me ask you, it brings me to my next question, is how long should somebody keep their receipts? Yeah, good question. We get that a lot. Um, generally, if you're just an individual, I would say just if you're an individual taxpayer filing your individual 1040 form, just keep three to five years at, at most in, in your state. Um, small businesses, self-employed individuals, corporations, I'd say hold on to those for seven. Um, rule of thumb, and, and people know this general rule of thumb, IRS has three years that everybody says to audit you. Um, somewhat of an urban legend, there's nothing that really says they can only go back three years. Traditionally, that's all they do. Um, as I stated earlier, depending on the scope of that audit, um, and there are, there are different types of audits, that will dictate how long the IRS can keep going back further and further in years. Mm-hmm. Um, some audits are auditing your expenses. You've claimed that you spent $10 on pens show us that receipt. Other audits are income audits where they say, hey, you said you made 10 bucks, but show us all your bank statements, show us your cash journal. Um, We think you need more than that. Um, That audit is usually a little more difficult and tedious for you and opens up additional years because if you're not declaring all of your income, um, that's drastically different than you simply saying, no, I threw that staples receipt out. One, one is an innocent, well, I'll keep the receipt the next time. And one is a, the IRS is a little bit more serious as to say, <laughs> if you didn't declare all your income this year, we're going to check the year before. And if you didn't, that we're just, and there's a, all, all eternity. So that's um, <laughs> a question depending on what you're doing, um, as little as three, as much as forever, you know? <laughs> it's a big, that's a big window, Adam. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, folks! If yeah. you're listening, if you're listening to the show right now, it means you're already on the internet. Check Anthony out. Go to his website, mytaxfella.com. Mytaxfella.com. Anthony, the show is called the Decision Hour. Meaning, and this is a question I ask all my guests: name a time in your life where your feet were on the line, and that decision hour uh, came to you. Whether it was starting your own business, or moving up corporate ladder, or or moving, or whatever the case may be. Explain to the listeners yeah. what that decision hour was and what the atmosphere was like when you were going through it. Sure, sure. Prior to where I am today, um, we stated earlier, I try to develop a culture um, in myself in how I handle you as, as one soul speaking to another, one individual to another individual, and we're people. So that is aside, I want to treat you like you're my cousin, my brother, um, or on, on, on the opposite. If, if, if you're an elderly woman, I'm going to treat you as though you're my grandmother because you're somebody's grandmother. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so prior to, to starting my own business, um, I, I, right out of college, I worked at a firm. Uh, shortly thereafter, I passed my enrolled agent exam, and they, I was fortunate enough to be made partner. And they had um, it, it endearing gentlemen, um, different views on how we wanted to grow the business. Um, and at that point I was faced with, Hey, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm young, um, fall back, fall in line and this will be okay. Um, but I kind of just knew that, uh, there was more for me in how I wanted to serve. 
And it was a tough decision because I was neighbors with one of the partners. Um, they were my elders. I had utmost respect and I still do for them. Um, but I did respect that I felt a different calling and that I just wanted a different business model for myself. Um, so at a very young age, I, I decided, hey, gentlemen, I, I, I think it's time to, to maybe branch out. And um, not knowing what they would say. You know, at that point, uh, they could have said, hey, listen, good luck to you. But all of our assets remain. These are our clients. These are our everything. Um, we've got to non-compete and get out of the state or go somewhere else. And good luck opening your own place. Um, very, very fortunately for me, none of that happened. And it, it was a, a very respectful conversation. And it, 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 that was really, um, it kind of fell into place very nicely, unfortunately for me. That, and, and, I, and I genuinely feel without feeling like I'm patting myself on the back, that's karma that people talk about. That's how you deal with a situation. Um, and this is why I still have the utmost respect for these gentlemen today. And we see one another at seminars, 20 years later, um, we hug, we laugh, we reminisce. And um, I have my business that was branched off of theirs. They're still running theirs. And um, it's where I am today, Adam. That's an amazing story, Anthony. I appreciate you sharing that with Thanks, our sir. listeners. I really do. Thank you. Uh, one, Thank last you qu- one last question for you before we let you go. <clears throat> sure. If you got somebody listening right now and their, their hour is upon them as we speak, uh, what advice do you have to give them? I, you know what, man? Do it. As long as you're not hurting, <laughs> you're not hurting anyone, it, it, you know, the, the and, and I do a lot of reading and there's so many cliches and you hear so many stories and uh, the nurse on, on the deathbed taking a journal and nobody ever said, I wish I spent more time at the office and nobody ever um, pines about the risk they didn't take, you, you know? I think we have wings. We, we, we're meant to fly. I, and sometimes there's a crossroad. You've got to have that faith that if that was put before you, um, man, you're going to walk through that. You're going to get through it. And sometimes it's not the, not the direction you think it's going to go. You know, sometimes you're, you're going to go the longer way to get that result. And sometimes maybe that result isn't even how things end up. But you, you've got to continually, faithfully advance yourself. I think that Absolutely amazing. I, I think that, yeah, yeah. We got some great advice, folks. I, and I hope you guys are are, uh, are taking notes on this. Anthony, I appreciate your time today, buddy. Oh, it's been my pleasure, brother. Thank you so much for this. This this meant the world to me. I, I appreciate helping you guys out. I love, I mean, I love talking with Anthony, the tax fella. That was the tax fella. Go to my tax fella. If you're looking, if you have a small business or 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 a big business, if you have a business in general, um, or you're looking for somebody to keep track of your books or do your taxes, get a hold of Anthony and his staff. I'm telling you, I've been using him now for about three years, uh, and I absolutely love what they do. Love what they do. It's mytaxfella.com. That's all the time we have uh, today. Shout out to Heroes Media Group again. If you're looking to become a part of the HMG family, they are looking for writers. They are looking for more people that want to do podcasts, um, photography work, uh, event coverage, you name it. Get in touch. HeroesMediaGroup.com. Until next time, folks, you've been listening to The Decision